Bulibwanji from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from Thursday, the 4th of November, 2021. Quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Ministry of Health is encouraging hygiene practices among the citizenry following an outbreak of scabies that we've mentioned before on the show. It's now affected 12 districts. The ministry spokesperson said that the outbreak is now spread to other districts, such as Lilongwe, Zomba, and Sanje, among others. He also added that they expect to register more cases in the next few days. The announcement came a few days after a leprosy outbreak was also announced. Some districts are said to be experiencing a resurgence of leprosy cases with almost 150 people diagnosed so far. The National Tuberculosis and Leprosy Program Coordinator in the Ministry of Health disclosed that although Malawi reached an elimination threshold in 1994, some cases have been identified. Thus, it's evident that the disease still exists in the country. People are being encouraged to report any irregular symptoms to their nearest health facility. More news on health. White Ribbon Alliance, WRA, in conjunction conjunction with the Association of Malawian Midwives, will, from the 1st to the 30th of November 2021, conduct a What Midwives Want campaign with over 5,000 nurses and midwives in the country. This comes as Malawi continues to have high maternal deaths despite most deliveries happening in health facilities. The executive director of WRA said the study will try to find out the reason why Malawi is still having high maternal death rate and also find solutions to the challenges that nurses and midwives are facing. Currently, Malawi's mortality ratio is almost 440 maternal deaths per 100,000 live births. Barely a month after the World Health Organization, WHO, approved a malaria vaccine rollout in Malawi, some medical experts have expressed their doubts regarding the vaccine becoming the only solution for curing malaria cases. This happened after the WTO said the vaccine offers no protection against other forms of malaria. Ministry of Health spokesperson acknowledged that because the vaccine only has an efficacy 50%, people will have to complement the vaccine with pre-existing methods of controlling the disease. With over 6 million cases annually, malaria is the country's top killer of children under five being the hardest hit. Malawi Broadcasting Corporation, MBC, is informing the general public that scammers have created a fake Facebook account in the name of the station's director, General George Kasakula, to collect cash from unsuspecting locals. The account states that MBC, through Mr. Kasakula, is hiring new staff who are required to pay 100,000 kwacha, about 120 U.S. dollars, as part of the recruitment process. NBC is imploring the audience to report such scammers to their nearest police station, adding that the NBC follows a free and open recruitment process through the press, their TV and radio stations, and their official online platforms. Moving on to some news about the economy. Just last week, the Bankers Association of Malawi introduced almost a 17% VAT increase on non-banking services. In the most recent update, the Minister of Finance has warned commercial banks against transferring VAT to its customers, adding that this is against the law. He also clarified the VAT does not impose any charges on customers, but only requires that banks render taxes for some of their services to the Malawi Revenue Authority. The minister has since called on bank customers who have been affected with any bank deductions of VAT to report such entities to the Reserve Bank of Malawi, adding that such deductions will be refunded. Moving on to governance news, a high court judge, Vikochi Chima, wants Malawi's defilement law changed. The law states that it is a crime to have sex with a girl under the age of 16. This norm recently became problematic as a lot of parents and guardians in the country were getting young men arrested for sleeping with underage girls, even when the two were indulging in consensual sexual activity. This led to an uproar from boy-child activists and other concerned citizens who saw this as an abuse of the law. 
In view of this, Chima claims that the law criminalizes consensual sex between teenagers who are close in age and has since called on lawmakers to review it to ensure that it accomplishes its intention of preventing grown men from taking advantage of girls. The Malawi Electoral Commission, MEC, says that it will increase the constituencies from the current 191 to 228. This comes as the commission is set to make new boundaries following recent consultations on demarcation exercises. The new recommendations mean that the northern region will have 37 constituencies, the central region 93, and the southern region 98. The MEC chairperson said that the demarcation of constituencies and wards will be effective in the 2025 tripartite elections. Governments reviewing customs and clearing procedures in order to find ways of reducing paperwork which importers and exporters fill when clearing their goods. Minister of Trade Susten Gwendwe revealed this at the Indigenous Customs Clearing and Forwarding Agents annual general meeting, which was held in Mangochi on Saturday the 30th. Gwengwe said the government has noted that some business people were being forced to use unchartered routes and exporting their goods because the procedures for clearing them at the borders were not very user-friendly. He also added that the government is implementing measures which will help increase cross-border business. Around 100 prisoners are sitting for the ongoing Malawi School Certificate of Education, MSCE, examinations, an increase from 68 inmates who sat for the 2020 MSCE examinations and had a 50% pass rate. The inmate with the highest score in last year's MSCE was selected to study nursing and midwifery at Mzuzu University and was subsequently released from prison. Malawi Prison Service spokesperson said the news has motivated many prisoners to work hard to pass the exams. Let's get chemical. Malawi has been nicknamed Banter Nation after a uranium site located in the northern region of the country was sold 25 million kwacha, about $25,000, to Lotus, an Australian company. Lotus acquired Livingstonia, which is located a few kilometers away from the Kayel Akera uranium mine, which Lotus also has stakes in. Lotus's managing director described the deal as an extremely accredited acquisition, which has the potential to increase the company's global mineral resources by 16% for less than a dollar per pound of uranium. Last but not least, some news about tourism. Malawi has been ranked among the world's top 10 must-visit destinations in 2020 by Lonely Planet, a world-leading travel guide publisher, ranking at number 9. Malawi is among the African countries mentioned on the among three African countries mentioned on the list. This is the second time within 6 years for Malawi to be categorized on the list of distinguished destinations. In its commentary, Lonely Planet said Malawi is well known for its extraordinary freshwater lake, Lake Malawi National Park, sheltering diverse wildlife. Malawi tourism took a huge hit with the COVID pandemic. This review, therefore, may help give life to the industry. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Malawi. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Itani Buino. Thank you.